0: Welcome to Outrageous, Creating Extraordinary Experiences with Positively Outrageous Service. This is the show where we explore all the habits and real-life stories of people and organizations who deliver positively outrageous service. So come join the service revolution with your hosts, Andrew Zabo and Michael Hoffman.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello. This is
0: Andrew Sabo (laughs) and Michael Hoffman, and we're here to be outrageous. Yes, uh, positively outrageous. The customer service radio show that uh, basically gets us to think a little bit about how we are approaching our customer experience on purpose.
1: Yes. Yeah. And And, uh, we've talked about uh, not having two faces in past weeks. And of course, a lot of that has to do with uh, the work environment. And so because the work environment has a reflection uh, internally, will reflect externally.
0: Yeah. In and fact, it has to.
1: It has to. Yeah. And unfortunately, there is uh, a phenomenon going on. <laughs> I don't think i I don't know that.
0: why it was so prevalent for us in this last week, but this really was a big deal for us. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we and, and because of that, we're going to talk about it.
1: Yes. Outrageous bosses. Yeah. In fact, uh, let me uh Well, I'll tell a story yeah, before, some, I, before I give the give us, statistics. Give us a story. Okay. Well, um, my beloved wife um, has as had... Oppo- to- as opposed to... <laughs> I supposed to what? Where are you going with that? Your beloved wife, yes, because she is beloved. She is beloved. And um, she has worked for some very good bosses, mm-hmm. but she wants to work for me. So I guess...
0: <laughs> There's a story there. There's there? a story there.
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, But she's not always had great bosses. And in mm-hmm. fact, she was working with a startup company at one time, and she had a very toxic boss. And in fact, several people left some of their own accord and others not of their own accord. And, uh, when you have a toxic boss, it affects everything that you do. And in fact, there was a a Gallup poll, um, that was an interesting study that was done with over 1 million employed U.S. workers. So that's a, that's a big
0: statistical. That's a big, yeah. You're looking at some real numbers.
1: Real numbers. And they concluded that the number one reason people quit their jobs is a bad boss or their immediate supervisor. And 75% of workers who voluntarily left their jobs did so because of their bosses and not the position itself.
0: So that's really where you get the, that meme that I didn't, quit my, I didn't quit my job, I quit my boss. Exactly. Man.
1: And uh, that has an impact on customer service, a tremendous impact on customer service. Uh, people, you know, leave, uh, you know, they, they, in fact, there was another study that was in uh, Harvard uh, Business Review. Harvard Business Review, yeah. Or another article, I should say.
0: Why people really quit their jobs. Why
1: people? It's fascinating, and uh, they talk about yes, it's it's about the boss, but it's it's actually that's only half the story. Yes, sometimes you can have a toxic boss, like my poor behavior. Poor behavior. Can you give us
0: an example? What's an example of what? What? Why did you say toxic? Because that's a power word. Yeah. You know, but but it really is true, and it does bleed into the the, the culture, the atmosphere. Well, I mean, an I, I yeah. Mean so so.
1: This person was actually very intelligent, very intelligent person, um, was brought in to to upgrade their systems and processes, uh, but was leading a sales department and knew nothing about sales. I think probably the most classic thing that she told my wife one time, uh, she said, well, why can't you just be happy with your base salary? (laughs) <laughs> Tell that to a salesperson. <laughs> like, right, oh, who's motivator. Yeah, is, is, yeah. is, is, is like making sales yes, because like. that's how you know, the company wins and the individual yeah. wins. And it's like, so One clearly mortgage, had no idea, didn't understand sales, didn't understand the process, didn't understand what motivated salespeople.
0: Uh, you've got another example too. Oh, well, I've had lots of uh, bosses that were fantastic. I mean, I've really yeah. have been grown in my life and been very blessed, actually, to have people that have really helped me in my, my careers along the way. But I also have some that that uh, that can fall into that word toxic as well. Several of them, actually. One was, um, uh, I mean, I have you ever been escorted out the back of the building because your boss was looking for you? They were so angry and it really wasn't about me, but I just happened to be the, the, the brunt of it. Wow, and that's yeah, impressive. It, it had to do with somebody else had their ear and was saying some derogatory words about our department and he became unglued and started uh, hunting us down as far as um, wanting to go through. But, but the way he was doing it is we scattered like a little rat tattoo. He just, when the lights came on, pew, everybody's scattering like crazy uh, because he was, the man was, was physical. I mean, it was wow. absolutely physical. So, I mean, if there was an issue we can talk about, it. we're adults for the love of Pete, but it felt like the sandlot all the time. You know, his motivator, we knew the meeting was over. This is, this is what we mean by toxic. We knew any meeting that we had was over when the chair was thrown. I wow. am not joking. That's a, that was, that was the nomenclature of our meetings. That when furniture flew, the meeting was over.
1: Yeah. So, and, and that's actually only half the story because yes, sometimes the, uh, A boss can be toxic, which uh, impacts your ability, and well, more than hampers your ability to serve others. Uh, But also, sometimes it's it's about the job and who's responsible for the job and the structure. It's the boss, and and uh, if the if the if the um, the crafting the position is is key, and crafting that position so that it, it it creates enjoyment. You know, when you have joy. It's much easier to serve another person, whether it's another person in you're serving another uh, stakeholder within within the company or externally. So, crafting a job for enjoyment is 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 key. Um, ensuring that your your strengths that your uh, your strengths are brought out. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And I, I remember it's kind of funny now they they've really uh, flipped it. But when I first started working back in the '80s, you know, you get these. Um, um, reviews and they would say, "Well, Andrew, your weaknesses are X, Y, and Z. You really need to work on <laughs> wow. that." And it's like, but wait a minute, it's like it's like telling uh, a catcher in a baseball team, "Well, you need to pitch better." Uh, no that's not my job that's not my strength I mean and that has changed. I think the culture has changed where people do focus more on on strengths and I think strengths finders has has a lot to do with that and uh but yeah why why are we focusing on our weaknesses when we need to capitalize on our strengths and again, structuring a job so it brings out your 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 strength i I think is key um, also, I think people want to grow you know they they want to grow, so the ability to to learn. Uh, and grow in that position, I think, is, is also uh, is, is critical in structuring a job. When you're learning and growing, again, you're more game. So all those factors, when you're learning and growing, when the job is enjoyable, then you're able to actually give more. But when you're in a t- more toxic environment or you're not enjoying the structure of a job, you're going to be much more defensive, which makes it harder to give. And of course,
0: positively mm-hmm. outrageous service is all about giving. Well, it's, it's about having that heart for the other person. Yes. No matter what the situation is, if my focus to have influence is being past me, I, I always want to take in consideration what can I do for the for what's going on to move it forward or to take advantage of those moments that we could be off the charts great so that people walk away saying, Wow, that's why I love shopping here. Yeah. So but to have that heart for the other person is that's foundation. Our toxic behavior as managers, whether it's the stories that I was telling about the meeting was over when the chair was thrown, poor behavior, real poor personal behavior, or what you're saying was what Harvard brought up was the idea that it's, well, it's, it's not, I'm not quitting because of my boss, because my boss was a real pain, but I'm quitting because they didn't do the job. The, to help me really take advantage of my exactly. job, so I maybe I might be leaving because my position is not as fulfilling as it could be, not as challenging as it could be, not as you not know, using not, my strengths. yeah, not not geared towards my strengths or what not makes enjoyable. Me happy. That's still the boss.
1: Yeah, exactly. Still that's come a, back to the boss, point, yeah. and and either way, you end up creating uh, almost you have to protect yourself. You've got to protect your heart, so mm-hmm. you're actually putting up a shield around your heart, which makes it harder now to give. Because I'm being defensive. You know, if I've got a toxic boss, I'm on the defensive and making me harder for me to open my heart and give to others. Or if, if I'm not enjoying that job for whatever those, you know, the list mm. of reasons we gave, I'm, it's harder for me to give. So when we're not in a position to give, then we're not able to really maximize our positively outrageous service to another.
0: I was doing a class once. We were talking about the people side of business, you know, the uh, softer side of set, the people skills, basically. And we were talking about, you know, our impact on self-esteem demon empathy and all those good things. And we, I had a gentleman who, who took his shoe off and he was banging his shoe on the table and yeah. And he stood up, he goes, this is total BS. And, and he stood up, but he caught the, there's only 32 people in the audience and they all looked at me, Mike, (laughs) deal with that. You know, we, we have to deal with that all day. Um, The way I, the way I handled it is the point. And that is I asked him, I said, well, how has anybody felt like Adam here? Everybody raised their hand. I said, wow. Well, I, I, I get that. And, and, and he says, it's not, this is not part of our culture. The skill sets we were talking about, mm-hmm. the people skills, this is not part of our culture. You know, you don't know us. And I went, wow, that's interesting. So I asked the audience, I said, well, have, has anybody had a good boss? I, and I mean, well, a and this is why boss, I brought yeah. up the story, a good boss. The definition of a good boss is, is they pulled the best out of you. They took you somewhere where you couldn't go alone. They made you feel part of something larger. The good bosses. And one person raised their hand. Wow. Well, I said, well, can you give me an example of why you thought of them? and they did they they said well he actually you know Asked for my opinion on things, so I wrote it on the flip. I goes anybody else had a in their whole career a good boss? Another person raised their hand. Well, give me an example, and they said things like, you know, they they listened to me, they they used my opinions, uh, they let me fail forward. I love that phrase. That's mm, where I, I, I got I a good story
1: there. on that. Yeah. By the way. So
0: so we filled out two flip charts, three flip charts, and I eventually stopped and I said, um, I, you know, I'm confused. Adam, you had mentioned that this wasn't part of the culture that you, you, nobody did that here, but I'm looking at three flip charts here. Everybody gave. I said, look at look at what they're doing, and I pointed out all the. Skill sets we're about to cover. And I go, Oh, only the good ones do these things. And I said, Adam, you know, I know you've got people that work under you. When I have them in class and I have them close their eyes and say, Have you ever had a good boss? Do they think of you? And if so, why? Because if they do, it's not because of your pheromone. It's because of what you do and it's because of what you say. Yes. It's the skill sets. So I really think that, you know, as if you're a boss, pay attention to what we're talking about today because you have great influence over not only how we behave with each other, how we communicate with each other, which is everything, but also how I see me in my job—is yeah. it fulfilling? Like you said, Andrew, you know, are you using my skills? Is it a good fit? Are you helping me grow? Is this am I part of something larger? Help me, help you.
1: Yeah, help me, help, <laughs> help you. you. I mean,
0: what would we do if we're if we're an employee and we have a boss that could be better? What? what a,
1: you, know. you know, it reminds me what you were saying triggered something um, very early on in my career. I was very fortunate. I had some. I wouldn't say they were good bosses; they were great bosses. Mm. And even though I worked for a large corporation, um, and I worked for the largest entity within that corporation, they were actually very entrepreneurial. They let us. You, you mentioned a, a phrase that I love: "Fail forward." And in fact, they they didn't say that their, their their definition of failure was very different. They allowed us to. Make mistakes because two, two things happen if you 're being creative and you 're pushing the envelope that 's what they wanted us to do: be creative, push the envelope, especially when it came to customer service mm. now sometimes some things didn 't work out well, that was okay so the, 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 it's either it becomes a win win outcome because you either win because you created some positively outrageous service or you learned something from it. Mm. They said the only failure is not learning, yeah. not yeah, learning from the outcome. Which sounds like dad. You know, not learning from the outcome. Because you're making so that good. same mistake twice. Sure. So they allowed us to, should we say, make mistakes because they knew we were pushing the envelope. They, what they didn't, <laughs> what they didn't, well, tolerate or they really tr- said, you know, that only, the only true failure is when you make that same mistake twice. Because you didn't learn something from it. Mm-hmm. So, that, 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 to me, was tremendous. And even though we're in a large company, that allowed everybody to be highly creative when it comes to serving I uh, guess It was in a lot, very large hotel. And it was fantastic, the creativity that came out of people. Because it's amazing what that latent creativity and service that already exists often with your people. But you've got to give them the space and the permission mm. to exercise that and not come down on them hard because they, they did that. Or if it didn't work out, unless they're doing it, they make the same mistake twice. Yeah.
0: So I hope we've got your, uh, your, your, your attention a little bit this, this uh, morning and or this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Or this evening. Yeah, or this evening, whenever, <laughs> whenever you drink up this podcast. But I, I, I hope, uh, you know, we don't have to be in a position of authority as a boss. Because we all have influence over our families you know, yes. over our friends and things like that, and how we communicate is everything and I, I love the, the the point that you brought up is it 's more than just you know like, like the Harvard Business article was talking about it 's more than just my communication skills it 's how you 're helping me take advantage of this entire Job opportunity yeah. and how it's fulfilling, and how it's you know, I'm part of something larger, and, and you're using my skills and those types of things. So much to think about being a person of influence, it, it really is. Um, but I hope that you have a great week and a uh, joyful week, a joyful week, yeah. And, and really pay attention to the communication skills that you're using and how you're coming across because you have such influence.
1: So, we look, feel free to visit us at positivelyoutrageousservice.com, mm-hmm. and uh, we have some uh, new resources that we've been posting up there. Uh, that may uh, help you come alongside your organization. That's part of what we're here to be. Positively Outrageous for you, so you can be positively Positively Outrageous.